1: marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com welcome to this week's edition of hockey unfiltered the podcast with ken campbell I am the sidekick to Ken. I am Dylan Waugh. I am the Adam cart, right, to Ken's Ben cart, right? That's because he said he was taking a horse and buggy over here. So, yeah, I thought I'd uh, play up that theme a little bit. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at Ken Can- underscore Campbell 27, at underscore Dylan Waugh, and, of course, at Hockey No Filter. Reviews are appreciated. So I didn't really say what we were doing in this episode in the intro because I thought it was so painfully (laughs) obvious.
0: (laughs) Way to bury the lead, bud. (laughs) But but like, you know, you're listening to a
1: podcast about hockey. means That normally puts you in the upper percentile of hockey fans, right? You're not the casual. I'm flipping through the channels and there's hockey on TV. So if you're listening to that podcast Monday morning, which is when it's going to come out, we're recording Sunday night. If you're listening to this podcast Monday morning and you know that playoffs are starting Monday night, like you, you, I think you can take an educated yeah, guess as to what this podcast is about. It's not a big leap. Yeah, it's it's uh, not a huge leap of logic. Right. Right.
0: So let's get into the world championships then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the uh, let's let's talk about the OHL draft. Let's go uh, round <laughs> for round the all fifteen of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, sure, three hundred and three guys picked. Do you ever have those moments so and out. one and there's going to be a guy in the Hall of Fame who wasn't picked in the last 2 days in the OHL draft. I guarantee it. Do you know who? No, he's playing like Junior C. No, <laughs> yeah, he might be playing Junior C. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But some guy, some kid who didn't get picked this weekend is going to be in the Hall of Fame.
1: So, shout out for a quick second if I might if I may, just proud little moment. Okay. Jeremiah Brissette. Is uh, a good friend of mine's son. Okay. And he's going into his U16 AAA, meaning that he will be eligible for the OHL draft next year or this coming year.
0: Well, good luck to Jeremiah.
1: It's very exciting. Yeah. He trains with another shout out, Rain Carnegie. Wow. Cool. And I went, there's no way that he's related to Herb, is it? Yeah, it's his grandson. It's isn't his it? grandson. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that wild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His grandson's training uh, That's awesome. players in Ajax. Excellent. Yeah. The same rink that I'm looking to train some goalies out of. One of us has a very interesting pedigree. The other one has a name that kind of sounds like a famous goalie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not not quite the same thing. Shall we jump right into it? We shall. All right. We're going to go east-west, east-west. This is in the same order that it's written on the NHL website. So we didn't pick your team first because we like you guys and we don't hate you guys and all the rest oh, of Oh, we hate you. Oh, well, we do. <laughs> There's enough room in our hearts for the hate. Yeah. 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 Um
0: and <laughs> it's like Gordon Gecko in uh Wall Street. Why do you have to wreck everything? Why do you have to wreck everything? Because it's wreckable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start off with the Florida Panthers versus the Washington Capitals. Tell me what you are thinking about for the Florida Panthers versus the Washington Capitals.
0: Well, what I'm thinking about is that I'm not going to overthink this series. I'm not overthinking the series. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're familiar with the term galaxy brain? No. Why does it sound like there's a tornado going on behind us?
1: Oh, it's pouring rain outside. Oh! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it just started dumping rain, and it. it sounds bizarre because it's a soundproofed
0: okay. building. Yeah, yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah.
1: all good. Um, I will cut that part out.
0: Okay. Maybe. Or you can leave it in, whatever. I'll leave it anyways, in. Anyways, anyways. The I look do- of shock
1: and confusion what's on our the, face.
0: What's the galaxy brain? Thing? Oh, it's
1: it's where you just, you, you spend so much time trying to overthink something, right? It's it's like if Paralysis
0: you've got- Paralysis by overanalysis over right. sort of thing, yeah.
1: Right, exactly. It's just like when people are trying to, you know, tell you that uh, Line A should have been picked before Matthews. Yeah, yeah. And they'll they'll point to like some microstat from when Line A played in, you know, Finland. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Matthews is amazing. Just, you know, that's your pick. Yeah. It's not that, it's not that complicated.
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm not overthinking this. The Florida Panthers are one of the most dynamic uh, teams in a generation. Yeah. Uh, they score goals like teams. They, they're the best offensive team of the salary cap era. Yeah. Um, they are dynamic. Yeah. They're good at every position. Yeah. Washington's old and slow. This is gonna be this is gonna be a five gamer in my opinion, and I think Florida's gonna win it pretty easily.
1: Wow! So, first of all, both teams have key injuries that they are saying are going yeah. to return for the playoffs yeah. in Ovechkin and Ekblad. Right. So let's take them at their word and say that Ovechkin and Ekblad are in this. The one thing that the Washington Capitals have going for them, and I think that this would be good against a team like Carolina or a team like Toronto. It, it, the one thing that the Washington Capitals have going for them is that they're heavy, miserable forward core, right? Of course, led by Ovechkin, who still is just a hit-seeking yep. missile. And of and Tom Wilson. No, he's
0: not. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Still, he still does it though. Not anymore. He can do it. It's not like the old days. I, I think it's I think the, the X factor here is Tom Wilson, who, yeah. can, who can be who can literally change the course of a series. But here's the thing, right? The, those guys, I mean, because
1: Netsov is no slouch, yeah. right? Those guys are going against, I've said it before, the defense core for Florida yeah. just must, must get old GMs giddy. <laughs> this idea of like Ben Sherratt, Radko, Gudis, second pair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uyghur, Aaron Ekblad, first pair. It's just like... If there was one team that wash that completely nullifies Washington's yeah. one advantage, yeah. it's Florida because those four guys are the most miserable four s o b s in the entire NHL. You don't think?
0: Well, I don't know about Ackblad being that miserable. Um, I, he, can he can be. He can be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I worry about Eckblad's I worry about Ackblad's health all the time. Right. All the time. Right. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> you go to bed. Yeah. No, no. But like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't do that. But
1: it's but, 11 like, o'clock. It's always, do you know where Aaron Eckblad's health
0: is? It's always an issue. It's right. always, it is. always an it issue. Is. Um, but you're not going to out-heavy the Florida Panthers. You're just not.
1: Here's the thing, right? And now there's another guy on the Florida Panthers, and he's not an X Factor at all. But I bring him up because it reminds me of Aaron Eckblad. Joe Thornton in his prime Mm -hmm. did not play a heavy punishing game. Nope. But if he decided that you shouldn't exist on the ice anymore, (laughs) he would simply erase your existence, right? So that's what Aaron Ekblad is to me, is that he doesn't play this punishing heavy game, but every once in a while he just goes, nah, don't like you, and then just boom. Like he, he has that ability in him. And so we've not seen a whole heck of a lot of playoffs, Aaron Ekblad, right? Like last year we saw him and that was the last time, yeah. that was the first time that Florida was in the Panthers, uh, in the playoffs, since having Aaron Ekblad. You sure about that? I'm not
0: positive. They lost to the Islanders a couple of years ago in the first Oh, that's round. right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they yeah. would have had Ekblad Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. But my yeah.
1: point is that we we have not yet seen him, not only in the playoffs, but in his prime, and with well, the surrounding yeah, cast. Nor
0: have we seen Barkov or Hubero or any of those guys yeah. really crank it up in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah so um I see the only real path to victory I see for the Washington Capitals in this series is, I mean, I still think Florida has a big edge in goaltending, but, but, Sergey Bobrovsky has a checkered past. Let's yeah, say, yeah, but
1: I mean, he's going against like Ilya Simsonov.
0: I know, right? I so know. Like,
1: like, like I'd be, I'd be right there with you. Yeah, if, if you yeah. are talking about like Sergey so, Bobrovsky versus like Andrey Vasilevsky, right,
0: right. Uh, but what I, I have no faith is, in either of them. What, I, what I'm saying is, yeah. is if you make Bobrovsky a factor in this series, right. I.e., you get you plant some seeds of doubt, mm-hmm. and you get a couple of early goals in the first game, and you win that first game, and goaltending is a factor. Yeah. Uh, maybe then you can ride that.
1: Or maybe Spencer Knight becomes uh, yeah. Uh, what, what's his name? Murray, um, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, why am I not thinking of Murray? As
0: Matt Murray. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bill was
1: the only first name on the tip <laughs> of my tongue there, but right. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, like or, or you know, and, and Spencer Knight. Uh, he was interviewed on the In-Goal, uh magazine podcast. I remember a number of years ago, mm. and I was impressed. Does not begin to describe how uh fascinating this young man was and 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 just how well suited for the position he came off as in that interview right so you know i i agree with you but i, I would feel more concerned about the goaltending if you were pretty sure that the goalie on the other side was not
0: yeah i'm not i'm not concerned about it but i'm saying yeah. that's their only path to victory yeah yeah i just i just feel like again you know I mean, there are people who analyze these things from a numbers standpoint. I don't, because they scare me. <laughs> um, but I, I still think that the Washington Capitals are fundamentally flawed, yeah, in several areas, and one of them is the give a shit factor. Let me, I, let I don't. I don't think they have a high give a shit factor. Right. I think they're happy that they won that cup, and they're and and. They're okay with it. They're yeah. okay with that being their only cup, and I've said this before, and 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 I mean, people disagree with you. You said but this I, with
1: Jeff Merrick on the but. Podcast but I think I think, yeah.
0: I think I think all that matters in Washington these days is whether or not Ovi breaks Wayne Gretzky's scoring record. Yeah, I think that's all anybody cares yeah. about there right now. Yeah, and and until they stop caring about that so much. I, you know, and this is a team whose window is closed. It's just, it's closed as far as I'm concerned. Closed.
1: Yeah. So uh, before we get off the Washington Capitals versus the Florida Panthers, uh, speaking of numbers, my question for you is this. Can we agree that the biggest factor in the playoffs is five versus five with the whistles kind of going away? Or
0: or five on five. Yep.
1: Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. For course, you know, granted it's just one thing. It's just shot attempts, Right. The Florida Panthers are the best five-on-five team in the league. The Washington Capitals are the 14th best five-on-five team in the league, barely being above water at 50.55% of the shot attempts. Okay. The Florida Panthers having 56.36% of the shot attempts. Okay. That's a huge difference. 1%? 6%. 1%? 6%. Oh, 6 Oh, okay. 6%. You okay. really don't like numbers, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, they scare me. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so how surprised would you be if Washington came out ahead as a percentage?
0: 85. You'd to, be 80. So 90. you give
1: the the Florida Panthers uh, a 25% chance to lose this series. At most. At
0: most. 85. What do you mean? I'm giving them twenty five. What What are you talking about with numbers? (laughs) Fifteen.
1: We normally record these in the mornings. This is
0: the evening. (laughs) Yeah, no, no,
1: hockey unfiltered after dark.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I I would (laughs) arithmetic is gone. I okay. If we're gonna do a percentage thing, I would give the Florida Panthers an eighty percent chance of winning this series. And you know what? Again, I'm gonna reiterate. It's not based on. Any of the statistics. This is yeah. just me saying what I think their percentage is. I think the I think the Florida Panthers are going to win this series, and I think they're going to win it fairly easily. And then I
1: I give the Florida Panthers seventy percent.
0: Okay. No,
1: seventy five. Okay. I'm I'm pretty. So we're we're yeah we're
0: pretty, pretty much on the same page
1: with so that. So now just for fun, let's look at moneypuck.com. Haven't looked at this before. Giving the percentages. Puck gives them 64.9%. So it's just under 65%. Okay. So there you go. And what what Panthers, do
0: they base it on? They base on That's proprietary.
1: So their proprietary expected goals metric versus their core C versus their whatever.
0: And oh, they yeah, they yeah. mix that okay. all up oh, okay, behind good, the scenes good. and, yeah, and good, we, good. we, we I have no that. idea what you're talking about. Don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's, like that was just yeah. That was just like a big waste of breath. You asked. I, and I asked. I asked. I know. I know. I'm but wasting. like, what? Like,
1: okay. Shall we move forward? Yeah. Before we move forward, don't forget to check out Ken's writing, KenCampbell.substack.com. We will be attempting some live watch-alongs of games. Oh, God. Coming you, up now, in the playoffs. Now we
0: have to do it because you said yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, now the internet so will hold us to So I got to sit in your account. stupid
0: backyard and sit and watch a game with you and, I do and have just a sit there and talk about it. Other That's than my pristine
1: do. grass, I've got a bit of a redneck backyard. I've got yeah. the, the toys and the boat. And the- I'm going to be pissed by the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: I'm going to drink heavily.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so subscribe to the uh, the Hockey Podcast Network um, <laughs> YouTube channel to see you can get plastered while watching a game with me and uh i don't drink so there's going to be at least one sober second thought going on there you know maybe i'll find a thought
0: yeah you're going to come and pick me up that night and drive me home <laughs> that's what that's the deal that's it's
1: the good deal. That we live about five minutes from each other then. yeah exactly yeah, that's the exactly. deal exactly all right let's uh move on to colorado avalanche versus nashville predators yep. all right what are you thinking for the colorado avalanche versus the nashville predators this one's a short one. There's not a lot to talk about in this one, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, this is one of those ones, again, where you kind of go, you know, it might be a sneaky upset, but then you go, nah. But come on. No. Come on.
1: UC Soros is injured. Yeah. Like, yeah. it could have been a sneaky upset. Like, if UC Soros was not injured, then I'd be like, well, this is going to be an interesting conversation because you've got probably the Norris winner in Roman Yossi. You've got a Vesna possible
0: finalist in UC Soros. But... No, no. And I just don't, like, I don't know. Uh, no. I do like what Nashville did this year. I like what David Poyle did. I like the the, the, the moves he made and, yeah. and and that. Yeah. And, and, but this more, is the way More, importantly, ends. more importantly, I With like. With a bang, not a whimper. Okay. <laughs> In four. More importantly, I like what John Hines did this year. Yeah. I really like what he did this year. He proved some coaching chops. Well, he, what he did was he threw down the gauntlet with yep. the Stars. Yeah. He threw down the gauntlet with Matt Duchesne, yep. Ryan Johansson, and Michael Grandlin, and said, you have to be better. Yeah. If you want to play, you want to you have a big role on this team, Yeah, you got to be better. Yeah. And they responded in a big, big way. Yeah. Um, so I, re- I really like what he did, but um, yeah. Yeah.
1: And in two weeks, he's going to say, look, if you guys want to tee off before me, okay, you guys have to play through faster. No, what because- he's gonna say is
0: nobody expected us to even make the playoffs. So the fact that we did, yeah, is is a bit is 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 a bit of a triumph here, even though we're you know, we're going we went out fairly meekly and fairly quickly.
1: If UC Saros was not injured, then then I would be having this would be a very interesting <clears throat> conversation. Although you
0: do know Nashville won three of the four games, eh, between the two teams. Two of, the, the goal, two of them in overtime. Who was the goalie
1: of record on those games? I don't know. Probably UC Stars because didn't Probably. he start like 65 games yeah, this year? Yeah,
0: I mean, chances are. So,
1: like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you, you clearly did this on your on a workhorse goaltender. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I it's unfortunate. I, I mean, I'm being flippant, right? Because it's just kind of what I do. Yeah. <laughs> i'm a millennial which means that everything has to be said ironically or sarcastically okay but i'm being flippant and it but it is actually unfortunate that uh nashville comes across the carolina the the colorado avalanche with an injured goaltender and not a slightly worse team with a not injured goaltender because you know then you've this to me is the least interesting series in the first round it might be right i wish i could uh Wait you wish until- you could fight me on that because you can't. This just, <laughs> I feel like I've basically just said a fact.
0: No, I wish that I could save my vote for the Norris Trophy for after this series, right? Because it's going to be Kyle McCarr or Roman yeah, it's going to be
1: Kyle McCarr versus Romaniosi. Yeah, like yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's that much is is a given.
1: What uh, what percentage would you give if you were to get put odds on this?
0: in terms of uh colorado i would probably say 90 to 92 percent chance of winning
1: yeah it's uh it's a hefty one okay so before i click over to the next thing i i say i i say 90 okay i really it's just yeah i guess there's there's always the chance that colorado you know implodes under the weight of the pressure but there's just too many guys to implode yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's just, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of folks that'll have to all simultaneously decide to not play.
0: And you know what? And 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 there's a factor here too that we haven't talked about is I I, I am a big, big believer in championship teams have to take that kick in the pills. They got the it from before. Vegas. They got it last year. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They got it last year. Yeah. So it's not gonna happen again. It's not going to happen again. Yeah. You know, if these guys are worth their salt, and I think they are.
1: Money Puck has them at 78.2% chance. So that's pretty bloody high.
0: That's high. Yeah. Yeah. That's about as high as you.
1: Considering that they're actually doing this mathematically as opposed to just us being a couple of farts throwing numbers out of the top of our head, (laughs) that's that's pretty high. Or a couple of
0: farts. What's that?
1: You've... (laughs) You have surely heard, heard the expression "farts."
0: <laughs> yeah, like old farts. I'm. I'm. People call me an old fart. But- yeah. Well, I. I, <laughs> I thought that. <laughs>
1: I thought that I would be magnanimous about okay. this, <laughs> just just Whatever. go with farts. I took out the old. Okay, it's nice of me. All right, that's a nice thing for me to do. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. You're not gonna. I just got back from dinner at my mom's house. She told me what a nice guy I am. So I'm gonna I'm gonna project that energy for the rest of the night.
0: Oh, gee. So your mother told you what a great guy you are. Somebody well, has to tell. Well, me. It must be true. Then. I don't. <laughs> I don't she get that tol- validation she from you. Told you you're really good looking too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay but she doesn't lie <laughs> okay all right before we move on to the next before we move on to the next one uh don't forget to like subscribe subscribe to us on youtube at hockey unfiltered or the hockey podcast network and of course please uh reviews are appreciated on apple podcast and we shall move on to what everybody wants us to talk about the toronto maple east oh, versus geez. the tampa bay lightning Before we before we talk about them, can I just say when we talked about the Toronto Maple Leafs with Elliot Friedman? Yeah, that video got like well over 100 comments. And uh,
0: (laughs) is that a lot? It's
1: it's a fair bit for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a fair bit for us. So we need to address the elephant in the room. We're not a couple of Leafs fading Leafs
0: hating Habs fans. Okay, I covered the Leafs for like eight years. I, I like I covered them for a major daily newspaper called the Toronto Star for like. Are they eight are years. they big? Yeah, they're they're pretty big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're the biggest newspaper in Canada.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um. And and. So, and, and as for myself, I've just never been one of those fans that's like, I'm a fan of this team and I hate your team. I, I, yeah. I just, I watch the game as it's presented. I've never once written an article that's blamed the refs.
0: Well, you know what? You know, what's <laughs> funny? What's funny is that, you know, I mean, I was as big a Canadians fan growing up as you're going to find. I'm, I'm actually, you know, full disclosure, I'm, I'm going to Montreal tomorrow morning for Guy Lafleur's. Visit the the Fergie lying in state and his and his funeral on Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's kind of a pilgrimage for me, a personal pilgrimage. Yeah, because he was such a iconic childhood hero yeah. of mine, right? Yeah. So, anyways, I was as big a Habs fan as you're going to find. Yeah, when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I never like I never hated the Leafs when I was growing up. W- what was there to hate? They sucked. Right. <laughs> they sucked. Like you don't hate teams that suck. You pity them. I hated the Bruins. Like yeah, I yeah. really hated the Bruins.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I hated the Oilers for beating Montreal out in the first round. Right. You know stuff like that. Yeah, I even yeah. I even kind of hated the Sabers for beating them in '72. Right. Um. But I never hated the Leafs because there was nothing to hate. Yeah. They sucked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and you know for myself I, I was. A casual Leafs fan until I, uh, you know, until I started discovering goaltending and falling in love with goaltending. And of course, at that point, you just, you, you have to become a Montreal fan. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the law.
0: They've had a few good goalies. They've had
1: one or two good goalies. I've been very uh, privileged to see some exceptional goaltending from that team. So anyways, it's...
0: Who's the who's the greatest Montreal goalt Montreal Canadiens goaltender of all time?
1: Pah. <sighs> Okay, so you know why that's impossible? Why? It's impossible because never, never got to see George Vesna play.
0: N- yeah, neither got got did I, see, but you can read about them. No, Never no. got to see – you never saw – watch Ken Dryden he, play. These old people are
1: always trying to get me to read watched, all of a sudden. You never
0: watched Bill Dernan play. You never watched right. George Vesna play. You never watched Jacques Plante play. You never watched Ken Dryden play. Right. Well, I've watched you Ken know, Dryden play, though. Never watched George Hainsworth play. you have never right. watched – you know, they've – it's ridiculous the goalies they've had, but me for me, I mean, does it have to be Patrick Wah? I think it does. I think it does. I think as well. it does because only because they he he single handedly won two Stanley Cups.
1: <laughs> By the way, single handed we're confirming every Leafs fans worst nightmare here <laughs> because in the Leafs segment we've gone off about the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> I think it has to be Patrick Waugh as well, but uh, maybe I just make this its own segment. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. So let's talk so, about let's talk about the Leafs. Okay. Let's talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Yeah. The the the, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're gonna lose. Uh, you see, so They're this is lose. what let They're me tell lose. you. <laughs> let me tell you what I thought lose. was so funny. <laughs> the segment that we did was you can uh, you Elliot myself and we talked about the series and we didn't. Well, you've just said they're going to lose, but we didn't go that, like, we weren't that specific about it. I was. Everybody saw. No, you said if they lose. No, I I said, I think they're going to lose, and I don't think
0: it's going to be close. I think. Something like that.
1: Anyways, everybody in the comments read exactly what the opposite of their opinion was. These Leafs fans, and then the other people are like, these people don't give the Leafs a chance. And then, you know, so for me, I I don't know. I don't know that the Leafs are going to lose. I think that... uh, I think Andre Vasilevsky is the X factor. It's hard to it's hard to go against him. Elliot called Vasilevsky the best playoff performer in the NHL, and it's it's hard to argue with that logic. Um, that being said, like nobody, nobody in the history of the NHL, in my opinion, is a goal scorer like Austin Matthews is. Nobody. So here's the thing, right? Last year, when when Matthews there was that meme of it, right? Matthews getting ragdolled by Ben Chirac and yeah. just laughing and smiling. They lost. Look, when when Johnny Gaudreau was in the playoffs years ago, and he got pushed around, and they're like, "Well, little guy gets pushed around in the playoffs." Johnny Gaudreau can do can say and do whatever he wants, but at the end of the day, he's always going to be little. Johnny Cudrow right <laughs> yeah. and so he can talk about not wanting to get pushed around but like there's not a lot that he's going to be able to do about it he can get faster he can do a lot of different stuff but Matthews not wanting to get pushed around like he did last year Matthews is like six foot three 230 or something like that if he decides that he doesn't want to get pushed around the man doesn't get pushed around the man will not get pushed around he won't I don't think so. And uh-huh. and so the way that he individually scores goals, the way that he sets up his own scoring chances, I just think that he is such an individually dynamic player. You know, Ovechkin has, for the vast majority of his goal scoring, has needed a setup man. W- what we're watching is that Matthews this year will sometimes turn around and just say, hey, you know what? I don't want to lose tonight, and so I'm just going to score two goals and win. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that... I just. I just don't know any goal scorer like that with that physicality. And so, and now he's on a line with Marner and who can get pushed around, but bunting.
0: Bunting left practice today. eh? He's, he's not, he's probably not playing game one. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is breaking news to me. He's probably not, he's probably not going to play game one. Really? In fact, he may actually be like a no for game one.
1: Wow. Okay, well, that kind of blows what I was saying out of the water. But, mm-hmm. anyways, Matthews, Bunting, Marner is a line that does not get bullied. Tavares is a guy that does not get bullied. Nylander is a guy that does not get bullied. The thing was is that the Montreal Canadiens were. Able- I think
0: I think you can bully those guys, and I think it's I think it's been proven in the past. Yeah, I think you can bully those the guys. The past and- is the
1: past. You yeah, know?
0: I know, but the past is just ten months ago. It's not like. I mean, these guys still have to prove it. Yeah. And to me, there are two things that are going to decide this series. Yeah. Goaltending. Yeah. And, and toughness. Right. And by toughness, I do not mean fighting. By toughness, I mean digging in yeah. and playing playoff hockey. Yeah. The Maple Leafs are harder to play against. Yeah. They're a tougher opponent, no question about it. Yeah. They're not Tampa Bay Lightning tough. Yeah. Tampa Bay is going to drag this series. And Sheldon Keefe even said it himself. He said today that they're preparing for it to be a borderline violent series.
1: <laughs> What's the borderline? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, but to me, to me. We don't
1: expect any fatalities
0: to per me, se. To me, if, if as I suspect they will, Tampa drags this series into the gutter. Yeah. Leaves are in trouble. Leaves are in trouble. So they're in trouble. They are in trouble. I agree. Yeah. Um. You know because know. because Wayne Simmons can't be a factor in this series. Kyle Clifford won't play. No. I. You know. I. I, I mean agree Jake, Muzzin, Jake Muzzin Jake is coming off an injury. He's their. He's their toughest guy. Jake Muzzin is probably their toughest. Giordano's no slouch. Though. No, I mean, he's, he's not. Old, but but, but he's, I but I'm willing to say pound for pound, and just in terms of just overall toughness. Yeah. Jake Muzzin is the toughest regular they have on their roster and he's been hurt half the time yeah i i don't i i don't think that i what i think about this series is i think the games are going to be close and the series won't you do you remember the? i think it's going to be five games do you remember your
1: favorite tournaments of all time the 2016 world cup of hockey oh i loved (laughs) it yeah (laughs) sarcasm for those that Mm -hmm. uh, didn't hear it um i remember that team usa tried to tried to drag Team Canada down into the muck, you know, and tried to...
0: That was all Brian Burke. He built that team and... and yeah, and John he, Tortorella he, yeah, coached yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, they
1: yes. had no time for 40-goal scorer Max Pacioretty. They're right, like, oh, he's got to right. be...
0: Yeah, let's take Justin Abdelkader instead.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, they had Pacioretty on the team. They didn't yeah, even yeah. bring Kessel. Right. But And then they called out Pacioretty several times for not being tough. Anyways, whatever.
0: Let the goal scorer score goals.
1: Anyways, um, my point is, is that at one point uh, there was a insane... Hit from behind on Shea Weber. It just completely wiped him out. And then I forget who the player was that did that, but he got his come up and somebody took a number and somebody just wrecked him yeah. along the boards. Yeah. And it was a clean hit too. It wasn't it did wasn't in the numbers. It was a clean hit. And you know who that was that wrecked him? It was John Tavares. And that was the moment where I was just like. That guy might have a little bit more fire in his belly than I ever gave him credit for.
0: Well, he probably come out once in a while. He didn't have a chance last year. Anyway, no, he didn't. He didn't. But but to me For a stupid accident. To me in in my yeah, for an accident. That's exactly what it was. It wasn't intentional. We know, all know that. Yeah. Um, to me, I I if I were Sheldon Keefe, I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have said anything about it being borderline violent. I would have just said, hey, we're going to go in and we're going to try and play the game. Like, you are what you are. Yeah. You know, you are what you are. Yeah. Like, do we really, does anybody really think the Leafs are going to, de- like, all of a sudden become this battle-hardened bunch of grizzled veterans that 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 grind their way through a series? Yeah. Like, is anybody, like, does anybody think that? Yeah. They're not. They're not. And they, they aren't, and they won't become that. And they can't turn that switch on overnight. Yeah. The, what they got to do is turn this into a track meet. Turn it, into a, turn it into a goal fest. Turn it into last team scores, you know, last goal wins. Yeah. That's what the Leafs yeah. have to do to win this series. Yeah. But that'll never be
1: this series with Andre Vasilevsky. Right. Like, I just don't... I, I just—I
0: don't know. I think he's a bit vulnerable this year. I, I don't think we saw even the close to the best of Andre Vasilevsky this year. Yeah. And I think he, he could be vulnerable that way. I mean, um, I, I
1: wonder if we're watching the next phase of his career, though, because there was a moment where, where Carey Price basically just stopped getting shutouts. Because if, if, it, if, the, if the game was 2-0 and, you know, the other team had pulled the goalie and they're pressing, Price would look at a puck beside him and go, Nah! I'm not getting that. I'm gonna yeah. pull my groin. Forget it. This <laughs> yeah. isn't worth it. Yeah. We're gonna win. And and so he almost just he almost just stopped getting shutouts because and it looked like because he just wouldn't he wouldn't put his body body in a vulnerable position. Yeah. And yet remains possibly the best playoff performing goaltender. Right? When you look at every series that he's performed in the playoffs, he's performed exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if we're looking at that with Vasilevsky. Well, I, I wonder if we're I looking think, at Vasilevsky just turning around and saying, I'm not gonna I'm not well, gonna hurt myself. I'm not gonna kill myself right. in regular season. Well I
0: think I think I think that's that's the whole that's the whole Tampa mantra template. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the whole Tampa template. I think there were times this year when they were playing at like eighty percent at most. Down yeah. the stretch they were very good. They yeah. were very good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean they played all their guys. They played all their guys in that game against the Islanders. I think it was the Islanders, yeah. The, yeah, the, the last yeah, yeah, game yeah. of the season on Friday night, yeah. They played everybody. Stamkos had a hat trick, yeah, you know. Yeah. And there's another guy, there's another guy that I think is going to be a big time difference <sighs> yeah. maker in this series, yeah.
1: Um, he's a good player,
0: yeah, he is. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but, but we no. forget that though. No, it, well, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't this year, no, but a I lot think, of people do seem to forget that. But, ta- but for me, Steven Stamkos. Has had better statistical years than this year. Yeah, I think. But injury. for the full body of work, yeah, for what he did this season, yeah. I think this season was the best season of his career. Yeah, he was a driver. He was like a big time driver this year. Yeah, when they went when they needed, you know, when Kucherov was out, when Point was out, yeah, they needed somebody to step and up that's and drive never it been his and drive it, butter. drive it, drive it, which he did. Yeah, and he went like he could have sulked and said, "Screw you, you put me on the wing. I don't want to go back to center." Now, what did he do? He went back to center, had a great season. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's. I think he's going to be a real force in this series. Yeah, and I, I just like I said, I. Like I said last week, the Toronto Maple Leafs have built their best, the best regular season team they've ever had. Yep. Like not just in terms of points, mm-hmm. in terms of winning percentage. Yeah. None of those, like the three teams that won in 62, 63, and 64, yep. never had this winning percentage. Yeah. You know, 67, obviously, they were big underdogs the whole way through. Yep. Yep. But they, were, they, had, they had dynasties in the 60s and in the 40s. Yeah. And they were never this good. In the regular season. Interesting. It's the best winning percentage they've ever had. Yeah. This might be the best team they've ever had. Right. And it's not going to be their fault. If okay. they lose, it's not going to be their fault. Okay, so
1: before we get to assigning a percentage uh, our, our, uh, of, you know, how we think that they're going to do or what percentage yeah. we think, we did have a quick Twitter question that I think dovetails into what you were just saying. Okay. EZDaddy79. I know, I do the Canadian thing. Yeah, that's yeah. good. EZ Daddy 79 says, if the Leafs lose in 7 in the first round or second round, would that still be a moral victory? Looks like they have to run the gauntlet more so than in other years, which is exactly what you're saying, is yeah. that? It's basically not their fault. It's, this is the this is the hardest This is the hardest Eastern Conference. This is the Ever. hardest Ever. uh uh Pacific uh, Atlantic Division, pardon me, the other ocean. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree with you. There's yeah. there is Ever. Yeah. So, yep. so it, is it still a moral victory if they lose in seven?
0: It, it might be, but d- does it even matter if it's a moral victory anymore? Like, does it even matter? And it won't to Leafs fans. It won't to Leafs fans. Yeah. And and it wouldn't like, to, me. to me. To me, yeah, this would be the year when you would least be justified in making sweeping changes Right? if they lost. Yeah. Like if they lose four straight and they lose by three goals every game, okay, yeah. then something's wrong, it's broken, fix it. But if they hang in there for seven games and they lose in a couple of games in overtime yeah. and they lose to the two-time Stanley Cup champion who just happened to be have the best goalie in the world yeah. and some uncre- incredible depth up front, yeah, this would be the year when, like, excuse me, a little burp there, sorry. Uh, <laughs> even,
1: even year, your your diet Cokes.
0: <laughs> this would, see, to me, this would be the year. You don't burp with coffee. Okay, I'll believe you. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> but the, see, to me, this is the year where they, they've, like, where you would, would forgive them for, for losing in the playoffs. Yeah. What they did last year was unforgivable. Right. It was unforgivable. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Losing to Montreal after being up 3-1, that was unforgivable. You know, I look but, at but, that as
1: losing but, to Carey Price, though. Like to, to be honest, like even a, a friend of mine, like I kind of was giving him like the you know the little consolation speech because he lost a very, very small but token bet with me over right, that, right. and uh, you know, and, and I was like, I was saying like, dude, like Carey Price just just took the series from you, and it just and he didn't give it back, right. and sure enough, um, he was editing some footage on that series just recently. And kind of texted me and was like, you know what? I'm watching this and there's like nine or 10 guaranteed goals. Yeah. Like just anybody could have scored that. I could have been on the ice in my street shoes and scored from there that Carey Price robbed. And so I don't know if it's unforgivable last year. It you is. Know?
0: It is in my mind. It's yeah. totally unforgivable. You have a three, one lead. You, 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 you know, bury it. you bury it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and this year someone's probably going to pay. And it's probably the least justified that it would have ever been.
1: That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah.
0: Shall we move on to the Minnesota Wild? I don't know. Are we doing that percentage thing? Oh yeah, we're doing that percentage. Okay. Yeah. What do you give them? I like. I'm I'm more definitive than the other guys are that we're talking about. I'll say. I'll say six, fifty-eight forty-two for Tampa.
1: Oh okay, I okay. I was gonna say 48 for the Leafs. So that's 52.
0: Yeah, 52, 48. That's pretty yeah.
1: close. Yeah, it's fairly close. You're a lot less yeah. definitive than I thought you were gonna be. I thought you were I, going to, I, would, I thought you were gonna
0: start talking like Craig Button. I, I don't even think they're gonna win a game. Yeah, no, I would not be <laughs> I would not be shocked if the Leafs won this series. So I don't think they're gonna win it, but I would but it wouldn't shock
1: me. Now let's be clear that this is based on on regular season stats that go into this winning percentage. And the Tampa Bay Lightning clearly did take it easy for a lot of the regular season. So let's just be clear on that before I say this. According to MoneyPuck.com, the Toronto Maple Leafs have a 66.5% chance of winning this series.
0: That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even mean to make you laugh. That's just stupid. (laughs) Write a letter to them. How can anybody (laughs) give the Maple Leafs... Two-thirds chance to beat the two-time Stanley Cup champion. Because of what I just said. Yeah, I know. It's going but, by regular season statistics. Okay, but that's, that's just dumb. Well, yeah, the exception that proves the rule.
1: Okay. Maybe. But anyways, right. I give the Leafs 48% chance. I, I it, it would be the most mild form of surprise if the Leafs won that I've ever yeah. had. I'd be like, oh, hey, you know. Yep. Now, I'll go and troll Leafs fans on Twitter for sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the least trolly person on Twitter that you've ever met. All right, let's move on. Okay. Shall we? Where are we going now? The Minnesota Wild versus the St. Louis Blues. Okay. Before we dive into this conversation, don't forget to check out kencampbell.substack.com for more writing. Lots of great stuff there. And, uh, you know, check us out on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Reviews, people. We've got like no reviews still. We get tons of listens and no reviews. One, one person reviewed us. Oh okay. Who said that we were energetic? Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're we're no we're no uh, we're no Howie Cassell sports show.
0: In the beginning Howard Cosell. How Howie is what I said. And and you you said Howie Cassell. It's yeah. Howard Cosell. I feel like I said it just fine. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. Nobody me... ever called him Howie, People and his last name Howie. was Cosell, not Cassell. I said Cassell. No, Cosell. Co. Co. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's just move on. I gotta feel like if I was watching this, I'd be hitting that ten-second button every time. <laughs> every like every ten this. seconds. Get yeah. through these m- this moronic chatter. <laughs> Get to the good stuff.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 phrase this because we got a question on Twitter about the Minnesota Wild versus the St. Louis Blues, and I think that it, it does a good oh, okay. job of, of encapsulating what the conversation is. Blaine Potvin underscore T H W on Twitter at Blaine Potvin underscore T H W says, "How does Minnesota overcome the Blues who have been dominating the Wild for the last couple of years?"
0: Wow. That yeah. I mean, that's a good question. And they they yeah. they didn't dominate them this year. They went three and zero. Uh, one of them was the outdoor game they won 6-4 and then two yeah. two overtimes. Yeah. So it's not a total domination. No. Um it's more of a minor domination. This, this one here is this one here is is a is a, a coin flip as far as I'm concerned.
1: You know? You see I'm a lot higher on Minnesota are you? than yeah. you are. The, I feel like, like
0: Minnesota I feel like Minnesota is that gangly like guy that skates weird but gets a lot done. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you know, you can't really figure out why are they're you, so good. Are you
1: are you comparing yourself to the Minnesota Wild? Yeah, I'm yeah. gangly.
0: I'm gangly. I'm five foot six and gangly. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> okay. And I said, get stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> I um I don't uh I don't I don't know. I I mean, you can't really put your finger on why they're so good, but they are. They're really good. Um, I think that you know, I think they they've got the requisite toughness now. Yeah. I think, I think that Bill Guerin subtraction addition by subtraction. Right. right. Really worked in that. It allowed guys like Ryan Hartman and Marcus Felino to take greater roles on this team. And they did that. And, you know, Marcus Felino scored 20 goals this year. Yeah. And he was a force, you know, then they go out and get Nick Deloria. I think they've got, you know, I think they've got that, that element to their game. Yeah. Um, but to me, I mean, I'm picking St. Louis in this series, by the way. Oh, nice. Um, by a very sh- slim margin. Just because they've got four lines that just are so solid. Yeah. <laughs> you can have four fourth lines. That's fine. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah.
1: He- yeah. Here, here's what yeah, I got to say. Vladimir
0: Tarasenko is a fourth liner, ah, for right. sure. Whatever. Pavel Biknewicz yeah. is a fourth yeah, liner, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas. Robert Thomas, who had up more than a point a game this year.
1: Okay. All like right. Probably so, the
0: probably the quietest, more than point a game guy in the NHL this year.
1: Okay. So we've already discussed that I can be at times a tad flippant. Yes. But here's what I will say: the St. Louis Blues have at five versus five a 47% Corsi for, good for 25th in the league. That's terrible. Okay. They also have a 47% expected goals for, good for like 23rd in the league. That's terrible. Do you, know, do you know statistically why they're winning games?
0: Because they're, they're scoring.
1: They have the best shooting percentage in the league. Oh, okay. They have the best shooting percentage at five versus five in the league. So why can't that just keep going? Because in the playoffs, guys are putting their bodies on the line a lot more to prevent those good shooting percentages.
0: So everybody's shooting percentage goes down. So they'll still have the best shooting percentage. Okay,
1: so (laughs) I was expecting that. (laughs) Now, let's look at the Minnesota Wild. Mm -hmm. The Minnesota Wild have a uh, Corsi 4 percentage that puts them at the 11th best in the league. So not bad. Top third, right? Yeah. They have an expected goals 4 percentage that uh, puts them at the 6th best in the league. Not bad. Do you know who has the second best shooting percentage in the league? The Minnesota Minnesota Wild. Wild. So the point is, is that the Minnesota Wild are converting at almost the same shooting percentage that the St. Louis Blues are, except that they're also getting more chances and getting better quality chances Mm. by the Corsi and expected goals for percentage. So not to get too nerdy here, but I'm taking Minnesota by a lot.
0: Oh, are you? Eh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking okay. Minnesota
1: by a lot. The okay. only thing, the only thing that's nagging, that's gnawing at the back of my mind, is that whole thing that Minnesota has not yet gotten stomped in the playoffs. That's the only thing that's nagging in the back of my mind. Well, and a team like it, St. Louis would be the team to do they it. They better too.
0: do it this year because next year they got 12 million coming off their 14 their salary million, cap, I think. 14 the yeah. next two after yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So they better do something this year. Yeah, they so, better bloody well do something this year because it's gonna be yeah it's, it's gonna be some tough times. They
1: don't have they don't have the luxury right of, of of getting smacked down once or twice right before learning how to win in the playoffs. Yeah, but anyways, that's my point. Is that the one thing that's nagging my mind is that they don't have that history in the playoffs. And a team like St. Louis, you know, big, heavy, mean, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, yeah, is exactly the kind of team that gives other teams that kick in the pills in the playoffs yeah they're,
0: yeah they're a good pill kicker kick kicker team but uh, you know what and and like okay so is goaltending a wash uh because mark andre Fleury has not been spectacular so here's what Down i'll say the stretch he has not been he's won games yeah he's been good like he's kind of been kind of not good i think that's what the numbers bear out don't they I don't
1: think that goaltending could possibly be considered a wash. I I look at it as just which Mark Andre Fleury shows
0: up. Well, but the other side do. No, Vili Hus is Huss Oh, also, you're just assuming it's him and not Bennington, right? Just, <laughs> I'm fairly, yeah, yes, that yeah. is
1: actually my assumption. Okay, yeah, okay. I, he's had a fairly consistently call it above average season in my okay. opinion. Okay, right. Like, look, I yeah, haven't yeah. watched every game. I've watched some, right? And uh, you know, so I'd consider myself moderately informed and i'd say that he's had in a consistently above average season so i look at him as being that guy that will give you he'll give you what you need he'll make all the saves that he's got to make in the playoffs mm-hmm. and i look at mark andre fleury as being a guy that can either steal a series or simply give it back
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go.
1: Here's yep. the series. Enjoy. Yep. I
0: won game two and I'm giving you game three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so
1: I don't feel like, like goaltending could be a, a wash. I feel like it is either going to be excellent or terrible for the Minnesota Wild. Okay. And uh, and I feel like St. Louis is probably just going to have pretty decent goaltending. Okay. You know? And even if Villiusso does fail and Jordan Bennington comes in, it's not the worst thing in the world. I think he's an incredibly overrated goaltender. But I love his spot. Is it
0: just a is it just a given that Huso's their number one guy and he's he's the guy? In my opinion, it is. Yeah, but yeah.
1: in in my opinion, it is. Okay. I yeah, that's just my opinion. Okay. Anyways, okay, so putting a percentage on it, what uh, do you? Why?
0: I'll go. I'll go the lowest I can go. Fifty one to forty nine for St. Louis. Ooh. St. Louis and seven.
1: Okay, I'm saying Minnesota and i am saying i'm saying that minnesota i give them a 65% chance of winning okay let's uh let's jump over to money puck see see, see what see what the the other nerds have to say
0: well if they're going by regular Ooh, season they're going to be picking st louis
1: 69.4% chance
0: for st louis or minnesota for
1: minnesota wow yeah so
0: i thought you said they did all the regular season stuff they lost all three games yeah, it doesn't. But I'm talking about like their advanced matches okay. for the regular
1: season. Anyway, well,
0: maybe I'm. I I've. It wouldn't be the first time I've been out to lunch, and uh,
1: and so maybe and it won't I won't be am. the last. Maybe I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh I mean the the people. If you're watching this before we get on to the next segment, if you're listening to this, don't take it too seriously. It's hockey. We're sitting here in my garage at 9:53, just shooting the breeze about hockey.
0: That's really supposed late? to just be fun. Jesus. Let's
1: get moving. Let's get moving. Yeah.
0: All right, hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply.
1: Carolina Hurricanes versus the Boston Bruins. Yep. What are you thinking?
0: <laughs> Do you have any idea? How no, not the, for anything. What the goals for and against were between those two teams this season? No,
1: actually I don't. I can't wait for you to tell me.
0: Sixteen to one for Carolina. <laughs> Sixteen is, to one. Is that good? Well, <laughs> one of the games was the Tuka Rask game where he kind of realized it was over. Right. And they lit him up for I think six and they and then Almar came in for two. So that was nice. So of half him. of those goals are are from that. But
1: um six is not half of sixteen, but go on.
0: No, I said Almar <laughs> came in and gave up two more. Two, yeah. So six plus two is eight and that's half of sixteen. Oh
1: half of them is that game, not the two thing.
0: Okay, that game he get they Bruins they gave, gave up, up eight, eight goals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then Eight they others. gave up total. No, no, I understand 16. where you're going here. Yeah, I, 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 you I do, it, eh? Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm. It took me a little while. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. You think very quickly, Ken. I do. Yes, <laughs> that I do. It's why you hate golf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm. I'm kind of torn on this. I. I think Carolina's going to win this series. Yeah. I, I like that Boston did that savvy veteran move of staying out of the Atlantic Division. Yeah. I kind of real like. I really like that yeah. move. Yeah. I think that was really smart. Yeah. Um, it's weird because another, if, if guy. Yeah. Is Frederick Anderson. Frederick Anderson. Yeah. I'm not sure that doesn't play into Carolina's favor.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) He's crappy. It's kind of an addition by subtraction He's crappy in the playoffs.
0: And you know what? The Bruins must be just... Making a tossing a salad and making a dinner in in his kitchen.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, they've beaten him twice. They've beaten him twice in the playoffs. Yeah. And both times you could say goaltending, bad goaltending in game seven yeah. was
1: a big Here, part of it. Here's the thing that I'll say about uh, Toronto and specifically the whole goaltending things, right? So, because uh, uh, Jack Campbell led in a softie at the end of game seven against the Montreal Canadiens last year, right? Frederick Anderson let in some softies in Game 7. And uh, and even going back to James Reimer, letting yeah. in a softie in Game 7 twice, right? Okay. If you're in that situation, and then, of course, going to Marc-Andre Fleury for the Golden Knights last year. Mm-hmm. If you're in that situation, most of those times, except for the first time with James Reimer and the Boston Bruins that were like the President's Trophy winner that year, I think, it, or eventually won the cup that year, I should say. If you're in that situation, not not where you're against in game Toronto. seven, not
0: against Toronto. They didn't win that year. That was 2013.
1: Yeah, that was with James
0: Reimer. Yeah, and th- but they didn't win the cup. They oh, that's the right. Yeah, they yeah, that's to right. Chicago they went to the final.
1: In that's right. But I'm, I'm just saying, if you're in that situation where you're facing, other than that year, an inferior team, and it goes down to one shot in game seven, deciding, you've already lost. You've already lost. And so with Freddie Anderson, a team that's going to give him run support and a team that's going to, uh, you know, hopefully make it a situation where it doesn't come down to the game on your stick and some ridiculous two-on-one or something like that at game seven in a tied game. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully it doesn't come down
0: to that for Freddie Anderson. Yeah, well, I mean, even if if, if he even plays. Right. I I, I actually said that I thought Carolina was going to win the series. I, I actually have the Bruins in seven. In this series, Oh, okay, Um Carolina doesn't have a game breaker. They have no game breakers.
1: You don't look at Sebastian Aho as a game breaker.
0: Finished thirtieth in NHL scoring this year. They NHL didn't have a top, scoring was up. They didn't have a top twenty-five goals. They didn't have a top twenty-five scorer in the league. Yeah, they had one in the top fifty, and it was Aho, not Aho, Aho.
1: I, I you know what I go back and forth because I figure that I'll get it right fifty percent of the time.
0: There's there's a guy there was a guy that, um, that, that that there's a Finnish newspaper called Ilta Salamat who has a guy in Toronto. Oh, okay. Like and he covers the NHL. Yeah. And the guy they had previous to the guy they have now. Uh-huh. Um, he used to, he used to drive them nuts. He'd say, oh, these people are calling him Sebastian Ajo, you know, <laughs> like, and, he, and he'd put on this like North American accent. So, um, anyways, uh, they don't have a game breaker. No. And I, and
1: they're, the, and deep. the Bruins and the Bruins, yeah, they're so real deep. They're deep. real deep. Yeah. yeah. The Bruins have three. And the
0: Bruins have a bunch of them.
1: They have, well, four. Well, three, yeah. If you say Pasternak, Marshan, and Bergeron and McAvoy can all be game breakers, right,
0: right, and Jake DeBrusque can can do stuff, and Taylor Hall can, when he feels like it, can do I, stuff.
1: yeah. I mean, I don't look at Jake DeBrusque and Taylor Hall as as anything close to a game breaker. If you're gonna I, I, if you're gonna say that nobody see, on to me, Carolina Jake is a game breaker, see, but to me, not a bre- game, put not a game DeBrusque breaker, there. but a
0: dif- difference maker. Yeah. because I think Jake DeBrusque is the kind of guy that. He playoffs. can be. He's yeah. a good player. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not trying yeah. to
1: take anything away from Jake DeBrasque yeah. Yeah. Um, or Taylor Hall, for that matter. But
0: uh, And Jeremy Swayman's really good, eh?
1: He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I, I mean, I'm curious as to how he's going to look in the playoffs. You know, he might fold like a cheap chair or he might uh, take that ball and continue to run with it. Yep. Right? Yeah. Um,
0: Ah, I want to pick Carolina. I want to pick Carolina. I I do too, but I'm going to pick Boston in seven. Um,
1: I'm taking Waddell's squad and I'm giving them 52%.
0: Okay. I'll take the Bruins and give them 53%.
1: (laughs) Easy with these hot takes here, Ken. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. And I will tell you, Money Puck has Carolina no, Money Puck has Boston at 55.5%. Wow,
0: that's high, eh? That's pretty high.
1: That's, so Money Puck has Boston winning the series.
0: Do they know that they got outscored 16 to 1 by Carolina <laughs> this know? year? Do they know? Like, are, they, like, are these probably guys aware of that?
1: Probably doesn't factor in.
0: It probably doesn't? Do, no, okay. I, don't, I
1: doubt it. I okay. doubt it. I don't
0: okay. know. I'm not,
1: I'm not, I don't work for Money Puck. They, you know. Uh, if they want if they want a, a, a genius intellect of this level, they're going to have to pay up tens of dollars.
0: Tens of dollars. It's going to cost them tens of dollars. It's going
1: to cost them tens of dollars. All right. Shall we move on?
0: Yes. Cal- are we going to Calgary, Dallas? or Edmonton? Calgary
1: Flames versus the Dallas Stars. Before we get started on this, don't forget, hockeyunfiltered.substack.com. Leave us a review. Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Write us a message. We read them. We'll ignore them later, maybe, as, as long as they're, they're mean. If they're nice, we won't. Mm-hmm. Um, Calgary Flames versus Dallas Stars I mean it's just the Flames right Like you know all due respect to what Dallas has done Like yeah. you know and, and that is another situation Much like Colorado Nashville Where you just go Oh man good for you Dallas Sorry pal <laughs> get them next year sport yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> although next year i mean some, they're just a year older yeah, right oh like, yeah but yeah. They, get,
0: they have some good prospects yeah
1: well that's true we did we talked they have about some really good prospects crazy, coming up yeah crazy yeah prospects yeah, yeah. Coming up. so yeah no i've oh my goodness is there is there how much breath do you want to waste on this
0: not a lot i mean i i think the stars daryl Sutter's going to this a series, heck of a team going to going. this series going to this series i think the dallas stars are sitting there going yep remember what they say defense wins championships, defense wins championships, defense wins championships. yeah, let's just go with that, yeah, you know, yeah uh, whereas the flames, with a full season of Daryl Sutter who has been able to instill in them, yeah that their work ethic has to match their talent, yeah, you know they were they were a kind of a perimeter team before.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're not anymore. <laughs> no,
0: they're not anymore. They go no. to hard areas. And, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, and you know Johnny Goudreau is the best five on five player in the NHL this year. Currently, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I don't see much of a path to victory. Yeah, for Dallas, other than let's just create the biggest mess we can here. Yeah. And uh, destroy a masterpiece, and and see if see if we can pull this out.
1: So take this with a grain of salt because they do start a lot in the offensive zone. But for I am only looking at the top sixty four defensive pairings in the NHL in terms of their time on ice played, so that I'm not getting you know a defensive pairing that played like four minutes together and then put up great numbers. But for the top sixty four defensive pairings in the NHL for time on ice, the best Corsi four percentage. Uh, pairing was Eric Branson, Nikita Zadorov. Wow. Okay. The yeah, best. they probably
0: start every time in the offensive zone. They
1: start 60% of their faceoffs in the offensive zone. Right. You know who the eighth
0: best is? Oliver mm-hmm. Shillington and Chris Tanov. Noah Hannafin
1: okay. and Rasmus Anderson. Right. Okay. Right. And then the 12th best is Chris Tan of Oliver Killington.
0: Shillington. Shillington.
1: I'm so sorry. It's right on the paper. You know, I just I, said I mean, it. I, gave still, it to you. I still read Taves as toes sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> like just on the paper. Like it's not, you know, anyways, whatever. My brain, you know, when it works. <laughs> but my point is, is that there's three pairings in the top 12. Yeah. yeah. Out, of, out of 64 pairings, Ken. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Three, your three pairings are in the top 12. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you I bring I bring this up because you made the point defense wins championships. Dallas is gonna be telling themselves that.
0: Yeah. Hello, there's yeah. your defense. Yeah. yeah. There's your defense. And these guys are good, man. These guys are so good. They're like, excellent. I, I mean, they're excellent. Chris Tanev was such a such an incredibly oh, good signing. Man, what all, a score. All Chris Tanev ever does is Everywhere he goes is make the other guy look better. Right, that's all he does. Yeah, that's all he does. That's like the old Andre and it's Markov like, joke. It happened with like Quinn Quinn Hughes, and it's yeah. happened like it's happened all over the place with yeah. guys. And and then he comes in, and everybody's like Oliver Shillington seems to be this guy that has a whole bunch of skill and raw talent, but <laughs> it, it can't figure it out. He starts playing with Chris Tanner. Hey, you know what hey, we should put him with? He figures it out. Yeah, yeah, he figures yeah. it
1: out. That's like the joke about Markov back in the day. He had like three defense pairing uh, partners win a Norris. Yeah, never won a Norris.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. let's yeah. see
1: here. No, not to say that uh, um, uh, his partners were were bad, but I mean, like, yeah, hello, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, I say Calgary by by a country mile. By a, a Daryl Sutter country jolly rancher mile,
0: <laughs> jolly rancher, yeah. That's such a good nickname. That is that it. that actually might be the greatest nickname of all ever, time. Ever, yeah. I like agree it's, it's you. really good. The jolly rancher, it's really good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Let's see. Here, here's let me. Can I deliver what I think will be the final result in in a, in my Daryl Sutter impression? Uh, I think we're going to win the game in one, two, three, four, four, four games. We'll probably win the series.
0: <laughs> I don't think he's going to say that. Is he going to say that? Donald no, he's is- not
1: going to say that. I'm oh. saying that for him. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's,
0: um, you think four games, eh? You think so? Oh
1: man, yeah. it's hard. It to, it's be. hard to predict a sweep. That's a that's a pretty. It's a bold prediction. I don't like. I, I give, don't
0: want to do that because it's Dallas. Because it's Dallas.
1: I uh, all respect to Dallas. Yeah. And then you got and then so your I, I've got core the Flames is in better. Six. I got the flames in six. your forward core is better for Calgary, but yeah. although not by much, your defensive core is better no, by f- a lot. Your forward core in
0: Calgary is better by way more.
1: Well. Okay, sorry. I don't want to say not by much, but it is to say that Dallas has a very good forward core. Yeah. They have I wouldn't tr- call it a weakness of theirs. They have
0: trouble scoring, boy.
1: So your forward core is better as Calgary, your defensive core is better as Calgary, and your goaltending is better as Calgary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, what's there to talk about? So I, I, I give Calgary 80%. Okay. What do, what do you do?
0: I will give Calgary 65%.
1: Oh, you're getting more and more conservative as the night wears on. Uh, moneypuck.com says, ho ho,
0: pow, Calgary at 80.1%. 80. 80.1. Maybe I should, bu- maybe I should bump that up a little bit. <laughs> nah, nah, whatever. Who cares? Ah. Nobody's going to remember this 10 minutes from now.
1: I will be tweeting out all of these 10 minutes from now. Okay. <laughs> all right. Shall we move on? Yes. All right. New York Rangers versus Pittsburgh Penguins. Second to last one.
0: Yep. The Rangers owned the Penguins this year. Yep. Well they didn't own them. They didn't hone them. You know what that's from? No. Who owns the team? You don't know that? No. You haven't watched You haven't
1: watched Slapshot? That's been on my list for so long, but I can't convince Tanya to watch it with me. And I'm like. You don't
0: watch Slapshot with your wife?
1: <laughs> what are you doing? I'm from the Mighty Ducks generation. I apologize. <sighs>
0: I, I don't even know what to say. I feel like leaving right now. <laughs> I just feel like getting up and leaving. Not only have you not watched Slapshot, you're like, yeah, I can't watch it because I I wanna watch no, uh, my wife you won't can do watch it. Night, and order it's, pizza not and watch it's not a period piece. It's not a period piece, Dylan. <laughs> I know you gotta sit through crap like that, because I gotta sit through crap like that. <laughs> I had to watch the piano for God's sakes. <laughs> I knew that her leg was tied to the piano when they threw it over the side of the boat. I knew it. I hated that movie. Holly Hunter just going like this and being mad the whole time. I've never watched it. I hated it. that movie, I've but, never but I watched the piano. it. But I would never make my wife watch Slapshot with me. All right. This is this is an outrage. Is anyways. An outrage. Anyways. One of those nights where we watched your driveway full of like boats and motorcycles and shit. We're going to watch (laughs) Slapshot. Good Lord. Look, it's not a
1: full redneck backyard because all of the boats actually run.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And there's (laughs) no broken down cars back there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Although man, I've almost bought a couple over the years, but uh, (laughs) all right, here we go. Um, uh, New York (laughs) Rangers versus Pittsburgh Penguins. How do you see this going?
0: I see this go on the Rangers' way. Really, I do. Yeah, I do. yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I feel like the Rangers just have something really special going. They got a
1: secret sauce. They going got on. something really yeah. special going. Yeah.
0: Like and and like I know their metrics are bad.
1: Their metrics are not just bad. Their metrics are abysmal.
0: Right, right. They got good players, man. They, they, they do got have good, good players. Players, yeah. 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 Um, and their goalie's the best one. Yeah. So
1: I honestly, I basically look at it as you're right. They've got some excellent players. Um, they're not yet molded as a team, in my opinion which normally is what contributes to bad metrics. I mean, it's why Montreal going down the stretch started winning games, but still had bad metrics because individual players were putting up good performances yeah. as opposed to a team performance. And I think that that becomes much more important in the playoffs. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have what I think might be the most impactful pickup at the trade deadline in Ricard Raquel.
0: Oh, yeah? Don't you think that in he In terms might- of statistics? Like, I don't, I don't know. terms no, just like-
1: in terms of-, in terms of- Winning them games, like don't doesn't he just come off as like a playoff guy?
0: Not, not particularly. No, no. Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he
1: does. I, anyways. Yeah. I think that I think that the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think that they're a good team. I think that um, I've doubted them more than enough <laughs> over yeah my, over yeah. the course of, like the last ten years as have so many people, and uh, and I think that in the in the playoffs when the checking gets tighter. And the individuals won't be able to break through as much. The only X factor is goaltending. But if if Pittsburgh uh, Shostakin's still so young, yeah. If Pittsburgh, like you said about Bobrovsky, if Pittsburgh can put a little bit of doubt into Shostakin's mind, they might be able to pick him off. Very, they might, they might right. be able to pick him apart. And uh, and so I just you know I look at them as just the better team.
0: New wow, York will really? be the better yeah. team. New wow. York will yeah. be the
1: better team, but I don't think it's their time yet. See,
0: I, I think as great as Pittsburgh has been, and, and I mean, they obviously have some of the best all-time greats yeah, yeah. that have ever played this game. Yeah. And Chris Letang's been ridiculously good this year. Yeah. Um, I just think if they're going to win this series, they're going to have to grind this one out. Well, But that's why they are do. Gonna, and they're Brian Dumoulin, team. by the end of that series, Brian Dumoulin is going to be like, like parts are going to be falling off and they're going to like, they're just going to like put tape on and twine and put yeah. them back together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah. we'll talk about Brian Dumoulin's broken body when we go- <laughs> talk about the second round and Pittsburgh okay. Penguins have uh, okay. progressed to it. Okay. Uh, I mean, the only question mark is of course, goaltending Tristan Jari. I don't know. I, I'm not. Shesturkin has one playoff game to his credit. One. <laughs>
0: okay. So there, so I mean, there's so he's something. got
1: experience. <laughs> Tristan Jari is one of those goalies that throughout his ups and downs, I've never been completely sold on.
0: But he's he's hurt. Like, he's probably not, he's probably, I don't think he's starting the series. No, I but Pittsburgh is. Is,
1: is giving the same line that every other team is given, which is that they have, that they hope that he will be in the series. Yeah. So I've just been making my predictions based on...
0: Taking teams at face value, which of and course it, we know that we shouldn't. It's really too bad because Tristan Jari does the way Tristan Jari played year. this year. Yeah, he deserves a chance to redeem himself from last year's yeah disaster.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you.
0: But I, I think see to me to me I think that that, that Jari not being a hundred percent or available or available, I think it it kind of swings the pendulum
1: towards the Rangers. Towards the Rangers. What percentage do you give six. the Rangers?
0: I'll give the Rangers a fifty-seven percent, no, fifty-five percent chance.
1: That's funny. I'm going to give the Pittsburgh Penguins fifty-five percent.
0: Okay. Yeah. I like. I'm not like sold on the no, Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm giving right? the Rangers like, fifty-five. You're giving the Penguins fifty-five. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's yeah. That's what we okay. just.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Oh wow! Muddy Puck gives the peng- Penguins sixty-four point two percent. My
0: goodness. Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, it's numbers based, right? It's
1: numbers based. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so. hey, look,
0: you know, take it for what it is,
1: right? You know,
0: it's, it's, but, it's a, but then, but then you hear afterwards, oh, yeah, well, analytics had a bad playoffs, you know? Yeah, no, like, but I know. But, but this
1: is the thing, though, is that, I, like, you, you can talk to any actual good numbers guy. Yeah. And they watch the game. Yeah. It's only that there's a few turds on Twitter that, that kind of, you know, act like analytics is everything. And then the, test crowd dunks on them mm-hmm. and then you know yeah, what i mean it's yeah, just yeah. you know what twitter is it's just a way to dunk on people twitter right? is
0: a cesspool because twitter is a cesspool <laughs>
1: all right the last playoff series and oh. possibly the most interesting one in my opinion hmm. the edmonton oilers versus the los angeles kings i i told you something about this series on the phone that i'm going to bring up later um
0: I don't remember, but so it'll be. It'll be. You'll
1: bring it up because it'll be in your subconscious. You'll steal my take. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Edmonton Oilers versus the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, I
0: think I know what you're going to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. And I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Two best you offensive centers against two best defensive centers.
1: You prick! <laughs> <laughs> we're not the best hockey podcast, but we're the most honest hockey podcast. <laughs> yes. So here's here, the three best offensive centers in the game are in no particular order: McDavid, Matthews, Dry's title, right? Like no, in the,
0: in order, they're Matthews McDavid Dry Okay. This year. This year. Yeah.
1: I don't even know if I'd say that. I'd, I'd hmm. maybe still put McDavid as a as a step above Matthews of offensively, but either way, look, those are the three best. Okay, two of the three best are on the Edmonton Oilers. Yep, the best defensive centers in the game, no particular order: Patrice Bergeron, um, Anze Kopitar. Drew Doughty. Kopitar? <laughs> Drew Doughty. <laughs> Philip Deneau. <laughs>
0: Philip Deneau. Like, what are you
1: talking I about? I've got Doughty on my list in front of me as for something to talk about because he's injured. But anyways, so Philip Deneau, Kopitar, uh, Drew, Drew, D- Drew
0: Doughty, who just became the second coming of Red Kelly. They moved him to center, and now he's going to be a Selkie Trophy <laughs> Listen, winner.
1: man, that, that <laughs> joke was just me trying to become the second coming of Red Skelton. <laughs> 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 Pow! Got him. <laughs> Two Reds. So, but my point is, you got two of the three best offensive centers versus two of the three best defensive centers in the game. Yep. And, I mean, championships tend to be won and lost down the middle. hmm Right? Yep. This is a really interesting one for me.
0: It is. It really
1: is. Right? Now, Dowdy is out. Yep. And I think that that, that very much hurts the Kings' chances. It,
0: it really hurt. I mean, as good as Bjorn Fort and Bjorn and, and Dursey and those guys have been. Yeah um not having Drew Doughty is probably the probably the killing blow.
1: Second best Corsi for percentage of this top 65 uh uh defensive pairings is Drew Doughty, Mikey Anderson.
0: Yeah. That's good. And he played all year with Mikey Anderson. Right. Like, yeah, and and he was he was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: uh f- I just I I think that that really kills it. I mean, obviously, goaltending is the big question mark. Mike Smith has been better down the stretch, um, but you know, uh, goaltending is a big question mark, right? It is. Uh, Edmonton's playing well, very well. Their new coach has they've them been, going been, in a good direction. Well, it since seems. they got
0: Evander Kane and and uh, yeah. and Jay Woodcroft, yeah, took over behind the bench, they've been one of the best teams in the NHL,
1: right? And uh, so the only the only advantage that I see that the LA Kings have at this point is uh, I've got more trust in that one of Cal Peterson or Jonathan Quick will pull out a good series than I have of Mike Smith. But I don't know. I, I mean, it, like, it would not shock me if Mike Smith just decided to go on an insane heater in this series and put up a 940. Yeah. It, it, it really, like, it, my jaw would not hit the floor. You know? So, ah, boy. It's a toughie. It's a toughie, but I, I'm I'm going I'm going with Edmonton. I think that Edmonton's going to win this.
0: I agree. I agree? agree. I think I think, like I said, or what, I, what I'm going to say in my playoff preview that I'm posting tomorrow, <laughs> the Kings will be a tough out, but they'll be an out. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, so I, you know, and you look at Edmonton. Right. Right. And. Everything this year in Edmonton is colored by that terrible, terrible streak that they had. Mid-season slump. And there were a couple of things that were really bad about it. The first of it, the worst of it, I think, the thing that that magnifies it so much is the fact that it was over December and January, Mm -hmm. and that was when... All kinds of games were being canceled. They had to shut down for a while. Yeah. You know, everything. And it just, the the stink just hovered over for a long time. Yeah. For like six weeks. Yeah. You know, you play all those games in the compressed schedule, that's like a two-week slump. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was like six long, stinky, awful, depressing weeks where, you know, People, Jim Matheson was asking Leon Draisaitl why he's so pissy and yeah, all this yeah. stuff, and it was just, it just. And then they bring stunk.
1: in Evander Vander Kane, yeah. and they fire their coach, and they say, "Yeah, you know, that's a good point that I didn't really think about because you're right. The amount of games that were actually played in those six weeks, you know, the amount of actual hockey oh, they, that was played, they, they, it was a it, regular mid season slump. Oh, it was that got it, blown way out of proportion, yeah, and, it, and it
0: was it was over a long time. And before yeah. that, they were amazing, and after that, they've been really good. Like before that, their power play was one of the best in NHL history. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think I, I, I think the doubts that creep in for Edmonton, and I, I don't think this series is as close as is gonna be as close as you do. Right. I think the 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 doubts that creep in with Edmonton are due to that streak this year. And I think it's I mean they were full marks. They they were full marks, is. they were full marks for being lousy. Like they were yeah, yeah. They, they were lousy during that streak. But I, I think that it take it's taken on more of an importance than it might than it should. Yeah. And I think they're a better team than that.
1: Those are excellent points. Uh before I make my kind of final point on Edmonton, um Darnell nurse, Evan Brichard, fifth best defense pairing mm-hmm. by at uh, five versus five by everything that I gave you from before evan bouchard was excellent this yeah. year. yeah so and and like that's good
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good and and what's what makes it better is darnell nurse is a cyborg
1: yeah like exactly. he can play
0: the whole game almost
1: yeah exactly for every game yeah exactly like he can play f- he had 30 minute games oh yeah on a regular basis Yeah. yeah 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 so no i mean i i agree with you what's his
0: health situation I didn't see anything. Uh, I just, I thought he was banged up, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. Cause he's a cyborg. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. The only thing that I'll say is that I don't think there's any goaltender that I have less of a handle on than Mike Smith. Okay. And I, and I don't think that it's anything like, I don't think that's a huge hot take or anything. I think that just at his age, it's just, you know, a tweak that might not nag at a goalie who's 27 is going to nag at a goalie who's 40. Right. Hello. Yep. Right. Yep. But we saw Marty Brodeur take the New Jersey devils. One of the, Less good iterations of the New Jersey Devils. Less good <laughs> to the
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, to the Stanley Cup final to the Stanley
1: Cup final 2012. at 40. 2012. He was 40, eh? He turned 40 in that playoffs. Wow. Yeah. So it's you know, this is not without precedent, right? So Mar-
0: so Martin Burdeur is gonna be fifty this year. Are you sure? I don't think he was that old in 2012. Martin. But you might you might be. You might well, when was he drafted?
1: He, he was, was drafted, drafted 90.
0: 90. So he was 18 and 90. 72. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Boom. You got
1: it. Yeah, I'm going to put that on repeating gif. Just you saying I'm right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, w- before we give our odds, uh, actually, let's do that after we give our odds. Just a quick uh, Twitter question on the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. Um, what do you give your odds for the series? I think that we're both thinking Edmonton. What do you give the odds?
0: I'll give them 65. 65. Yeah, 65. Okay.
1: Perception. I give them 60. Okay. I give them 60. Uh, going to moneypuck.com, uh, Edmonton Oilers has 56.6. Okay. So we're not crazy off on that one.
0: Wow, well, I'm off by a lot from them. I'm like almost ten percent. That's one of the closer ones. <clears throat> Actually, I, I mean,
1: I got it between to to point one percent on the Calgary one. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's what we call an anomaly. Uh, so before we get off the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings, ezdaddy Daddy seventy nine on Twitter at Ez Daddy seventy nine, Big Nickel Girl Dad says, "How far can Edmonton go?"
0: Oh boy! <laughs> no, it's just I'm looking. To the second round.
1: Way to go, Daddy. Battle of Alberta.
0: Oh, that would be sweet. Oh, man. But you know what? We owe, we're we owed that. We are <laughs> owed that. The hockey
1: gods owe us that series. The thing that I'll say about that is that Edmonton will be beat up in the second round from their, their stint with Los Angeles. No, they won't. You don't think so? I don't so? think so, yeah. you, don't, you don't think that Dowdy and, and Deneau are going to be...
0: Uh, D- <laughs> Jeez. Copitar and Deno? Copitar and Dino. And Dino. <laughs> but they're not that kind of they're not that kind of wear down guys. They, they do, are it, with, subtly, they do though. it by they angling. are subtly. They do it by angling and with yeah, good sticks yeah. and good, good minds and all those yeah. things. They don't they don't like wear you down. They're, they're not like Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I think they're gonna be fine. Um
1: <sighs> Cause going into Calgary, that is gonna be that is. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, who would you pick in in a battle of Alberta right now? Calgary. I'd probably pick Calgary.
1: Yeah, I I don't even think based on think that
0: about. last game when they outscored <laughs> Edmonton nine two at five on five.
1: Yeah, the thing is, is that like I'll, I'll never forget. You know, I I played on this hockey team, and uh, and we were just a terrible team. We were just like a terrible, terrible team. And we, so we got in the change room. Everybody's all sullen, and one of the guys says, "You know." We're not a very good defensive team are we? We got like 70 shots on us that night. I was completely gassed, right? And the other guy goes, "Well, yeah, I mean that's true, but you know, we're not we're not much of an offensive team either." <laughs> and then the third joker in the room, there's always one good joker says, you know, fellas, it's come to my attention that we might not be much of a team, <laughs> and so that's like the opposite of the Calgary Flames, where it's just like they're a pretty good defensive team. The only thing that's as good as their defense is probably their offense. Their offense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what's actually pretty much as good as their defense and their offense? Their they're goaltending. Like, they just like where do you find the weakness? Like I have not been a Calgary believer for years and years, and 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 and, but when I look at this iteration of the Calgary Flames and the way that Daryl Sutter has been playing. What do you point to to say that they're not like what weakness do you point to?
0: History? <laughs> History. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. I mean, they've got guys who have something to prove. Sure, sure. So let's say, let's say
1: that Johnny Gaudreau gets taken out of these playoffs like he did last time he was in the playoffs. Gee, I'd be a shame if they had like a Tyler Toffoli, one of the most yeah, proven yeah. playoff wingers, yeah, yeah. you know, of this generation in their lineup. Mm-hmm. So. You know, they've got the depth to overcome that. Okay. You can't pick one guy. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. I'm a just big saying. Calgary believer uh this year. Okay. All right. Was that it?
0: I think that's everything.
1: That was a long one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for sticking around. To the end of this episode, check out kencampbell.substack.com for Ken's excellent writing. I myself am a subscriber. And please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Leave a comment on YouTube. We read all of them. Some of them give us a chuckle. Some of them really hurt, guys. Come (laughs) on. Okay? And, of course, check us out on YouTube, Hockey Unfiltered. And, of course, the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you so much for sticking around, and we'll talk to you next time.